We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, everybody? Holy and welcome moly. back to another episode of No Other Pod. Holy I'm moly. As always, with my good buddy Dan. Dan, what is going on, my friend? Uh, Sporty KC News is what's going on, my friend. Like, <laughs> this, this is one of three podcasts we need to put out, it feels like. But we're going to do our best to crunch it into a breezy 57 and a half minutes for you guys we're counting exactly 57 and a half minutes so okay yeah, we'll, just, we'll shoot for that yeah i'm on one today man feeling goofy dude feeling uh getting excited i mean you know it's a nice day mm-hmm. before it gets really cold again mm-hmm. so you yeah. guys want to know how COVID's sticking around that's how because the weather <laughs> is like super nice and then freezes and i'm all messed up yeah you get like that when it gets cold on you yeah i the thing that messes me up more than anything, honestly, isn't so much the cold, it's it's the darkness. So like in the winter when it gets dark so early, scared of the, dark. the, the darkness in my heart, like in my life, just the general <laughs> void of blackness in my life. Um, no, it's not that I'm scared. It's just, it throws me off where like, I'm such an old person that it gets dark at six and I'm like, okay, well, I guess I can't go anywhere. Like the night is here it's and, bedtime. and it's time, time to go to time to pack it in. Better do my nighttime <laughs> stretches before bed, you know. Whereas like in the summer, it'll be like 830 or nine o'clock and there's still light out. And I'm like, we can go out and do whatever we want. Yeah, we'll go shoot some hoops. Right. So it's just it's a weird mental thing that always messes with me in the summer. Well, the now you came from California. Yeah. I wonder what were your first expectations or your first, uh, uh, you know, opinions of being here for like all four seasons? Because yeah, California doesn't have all four seasons like that. No, the like winter in L.A., you know. If you're inland a little bit, it's like, okay, you might have a, a, a low of like mid fifties. If you get by the sure. beach, it could drop down to like 50 because you know, oh, that, ocean, that ocean breeze. That's so, still shorts and a hoodie for me. You know right. what I mean? So, uh, you know, and in terms of like light, like, yeah, in the winter, it might get dark at like six 30 and, and in the summer it gets dark at like, you know, eight, eight 30, but it's not as extreme as it is here. So I moved here. And literally two days after I moved here, we got like 10 inches of snow. I still, to this day, think it was the most snow that we've had ever since I've moved. Did you love that though? Uh, It was cool because I didn't have any responsibilities at the time. Like I didn't have a job yet. I had just moved here. Uh, I was, you know, staying with um, Brittany and her family because, you know, we didn't have an apartment yet. Like we just moved here. So it was like, okay, well, I just got, I got snow days. 
I'm just going to chill and hang out and, you know, enjoy some good food and drink some warm drinks. So it was fine. But I didn't now, know if you were like, why the fuck did we move here? <laughs> no. So I had visited in the winter and whatnot. So I, I had a little bit of an idea what to expect. The thing that still gets me is like driving when it's icy out. Like, I do not yeah. like that. So no, it's not fun. You got to get yourself a good little four wheel drive car or something, you know, yeah, and I, even I, then that doesn't, that doesn't handle it. Right. I have, I have an all wheel drive car now, you know, a little SUV thing that does better than my old car, but still, if I can avoid going out when it's, you know, scary winter weather, I do it. And then I see all those videos online of like down in Texas when they don't know how to like clear their highways. And it's like, we had 174 car pile up on the interstate today. And it's just cars smashing into each other over and over. I don't know why I laugh. It's not good, but (laughs) (laughs) chaos. (laughs) so, but no, I enjoy the seasons. Cool, man. Cool, cool, cool. (laughs) Sorry for getting us on that tangent. I I was just curious, you know, people that people don't live here don't really know what to expect. Like when I went to Chicago to live for a little bit, yeah, people were like, oh, it gets pretty hot here in the summer. And I'm like, will you stop it? Like I will, we'll rock 115 heat index in Topeka, Kansas in the summer. They're like, really? I'm like, just you ignorant sons of bitches. Well, I mean, Chicago, it's similar. It's like you get those extremes because of the lake right there. Like it can get to like what negative 40 wind chill, but then it can also, you know, it's yeah. Yeah. If you have any boogers in your nostrils, you can't breathe (laughs) because they're freezing up. (laughs) Yeah. So, well, to bring it back to soccer, I guess, I mean, this isn't, this wasn't on our, you know, I guess agenda to talk about tonight, but it is an interesting thing to consider because you see people every once in a while be like, should MLS switch to the European schedule, which is like fall through Mm. spring. So you'd play through the winter because right now, obviously we're almost on like the opposite schedule spring through fall. But my thing with it is like Kansas city, Minnesota, New England, Toronto. Have you seen Toronto lately? Like not great. Seven feet of snow there. Can you imagine playing soccer games through the winter in some of the major league soccer cities it's impossible like it wouldn't yeah, it's work pretty rough i mean you got to then the chiefs football field have like uh like hot water pipes underneath the freaking field that can I warm it so. up and stuff yeah that's kind of cool but also not practical for every freaking soccer stadium. sure well and you know the chiefs bring in a hell of a lot more money and you know have their billionaire owners that you know are more willing to invest in in major infrastructure like that than a lot of soccer teams so it's just uh i don't know i I, that's my biggest thing it'd be great to have you know world football on the same schedule but i just i i cannot imagine playing you know on like you know december 29th or you know january 2nd in children's mercy park when it's like negative 17 degrees and snowy like it seems miserable and I'm yeah, sorry, you, you don't get that in England. It might be rainy and 40, but it's not the same. Exactly. So, anywho, um, <laughs> back to back to Sporting KC. Uh, we don't have any reviews this week, so nothing to read there. But if you have not yet left us a five-star rating and review, please go do so. We'll go ahead and read it, give you a shout-out. And, uh, yeah, we, uh, we appreciate all you who already have done it. But let's get into the Sporting Kansas City news, because there was quite a lot of it. Um, oh, man. some of them bigger than start? others. Well, I'd say, let's start with this. Uh, the team a couple days ago, before we even get into all the roster moves a couple days ago, team left for Arizona preseason is starting and this is it's wild. It's happening. And it probably feels, uh, pretty great down there after mm-hmm. we just had some snow, you know, preseason starts two days from now, two days. That's crazy because the first game is on oh. Friday. 
Oh, because they have a little scrimmage against the USMNT. We're about to about to hand them their freaking lunch. <laughs> this is uh, I don't remember us doing this before. This is this is interesting. So what starting so early or playing USA? Playing the US men's national team in, in a closed door scrimmage. Yeah. You it's know. kind of different. And by the way, everyone that's uh messaging Sporting KC and asking if it's televised, closed door does mean <laughs> uh no. <laughs> right. It's uh I don't even think they're gonna really talk about it much on on social media um, yeah we, we we'll get uh you know back in the day our buddy chad smith we would have had him fly a little drone and, and stream it on twitch <laughs> stream it on twitch or something you know right Where so you at, chad it's um i don't know it, it'll it'll be interesting because um <laughs> this like spy gate chad, <laughs> chad working for the patriots <laughs> <laughs> he's got the belichick cropped hoodie we know it's <laughs> yeah. arizona and it's 80 degrees and, outside and always smiling because chad's <laughs> always freaking smiling my man <laughs> uh, it's just it's interesting because they say you know it'll begin with a closed door scrimmage against the u.s men's national team and then it says that for live coverage of the club's final five preseason friendly sport supporters can follow skc match day on twitter so that makes me think that they're probably not going to be talking about this u.s game on twitter or maybe they're deferring to the u.s mnt twitter account yeah, probably so. And, you know, closed door, man, they don't want to, you know, they're probably going to do like breaks and stuff, not like a full on mm -hmm. scrimmage or nothing. So, mm -hmm. of course, they're going to do breaks, dude. Sporting's been literally training for 24 hours now. So, right. <laughs> let's uh, let's not be ridiculous. Well, and it's interesting because so I hadn't looked because January camp's usually not that huge of a deal for the U.S. men's national team. So I hadn't looked actually at who was called into camp for oh, really? the, the U.S. men's national team. So I was assuming, oh, it's about to be MLS preseason. This probably is going to be a lot of like people you haven't really heard of as much. This is a legit roster and it's a yeah. lot of MLS guys, you know, Jossie, Jordan Morris, Jesus Ferreira, Roldan, uh, Jackson Ewell, Legette, Kellen Acosta, Miles Robinson, Walker Zimmerman. Uh, yep. This is Sean Johnson, Matt Turner. This is legit people, dude. This it's, is a team. It could be starters, you know. Uh, yeah. All these people could be on the team. And uh, Pulse Camp's not there, right? He went in December. No, Pulse Camp's okay. not there. He went for that little camp in December, right? Yeah, I think so. I don't. There's no Sporting KC guys, and it might just be because Sporting KC wants all their guys in preseason camp. Yeah, but also, I, I mean, who's gonna? I don't know who else who would go. You know, Gabriel Slonina. I don't know who that is. That's a goalkeeper. I apologize if that's somebody I should know, but who that is either. Gabriel Slonina, he plays for uh, Chicago Fire. How about that? He's 17 years old. Oh my God, this dude was born in 2004, and he's on the U.S. men's national team for a camp. 2004. Well, let's. Uh, yeah, what were you doing in 2004, man? <laughs> uh, being really glad there was no social media while I was in high school. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was freshman in college. <laughs> uh, no, I was in high school, and uh, yeah, it's uh, that's that's wild. It's every time I hear stuff like that, like especially like you know watching college football or whatnot. We're both big college football fans, and you see, it's like you know this guy wins the Heisman Trophy. He was born in two thousand and three, and you're just like, how? I don't. Where understand. we're at now, man. Just keep uh, keep hanging on to what you can, dude. Keep blasting your '80s rock, and uh, you know. <laughs> Keeping it alive. Uh, I, I, my back was hurting so badly yesterday, and I, for the life of me, could not figure out why I didn't do anything. I just was walking. And I was like, my back hurts. Oh, I wow. can't move. So oh my god! Just so you don't want to come fill in on the soccer team. I'm, be, right I'm becoming an old person. 
Oh boy. <laughs> so it's just, uh, it's not great, but I don't know. This is interesting. I'm curious. I wish, I hope we get some form of, um, social media coverage. We'll see. Cause I'm, I'm, you don't expect us to beat the U S men's national team. I wouldn't think, would you? I mean, I wouldn't expect us to even keep score first of all, but, That's true. uh, even then I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's cause we got a lot of new guys on the team too. And U.S. Men's National Team is always a ragtag group of guys. So I've never really – it's always been hard to put stock into national teams because they're, like, not always the same guys playing together, yeah. you know? Yeah. So it'll be interesting, but we'll see. Um, so that's Friday, and then we have another week off before the next one, you know, and then between January 29th and February 19th, there's five more games against Colorado, Portland, El Paso, Phoenix, and Toronto. Good times. So we'll it's see. It's exciting, man, and I – I remember the days of when stuff was televised, like when, well, you know, you could stream it online or something and it was uh, shit, you could stream it from your phone. It was cool. So maybe that costs a little too much money. I mean, we got to think about it this way. We're still in pandemic times. They lost money, especially yeah. that first year, like yeah. no doubt. So yeah. we're lucky they didn't raise season ticket prices. You know what I mean? Like it's, <laughs> it's true. Everyone's hurting. It's not just them. It's everybody. That's true. So we did get some uh, some number news as well, because when they announced the roster in the preseason schedule, they announced some number changes. Uh, Gadikinda switched from number 17 to number 10. Yeah. So he took that Buzio Failhaber number. I guess he tried to do this in the middle of the season last year after uh, Buzio left. I didn't realize you that. Can't do it. Yeah. So can't do that. Uh, Jake Davis switched to uh, Kinda's old number, number 17 from number 46. That's uh, interesting because you kind of wonder, does that mean Jake Davis uh, is important to this team? I mean, I no offense, no offense to the guy, but I mean, we, we didn't see him last year. I, right. I don't, I don't know. It's a, I mean, it could be just a seniority thing right now. And I, by seniority, I mean, there's no other midfielders who wanted to make that switch. And, you know, may, although if I still think they'll probably sign another midfielder at some point, but maybe they're just going to be like, sorry, you can't have 17. Jake mm. Davis already took it. But Numbers um, never been a huge thing to me throughout my years. It's it's just a yeah. number, right? I know some people put a lot more stock in it than, than most. but Yeah, well, especially in soccer, there's like the traditional numbers that are associated with various positions or whatnot. Although right. like, you know, number one is typically your starting keeper. And Timelia said, F that, I'm 29. Give me that, yeah. I'm going to keep it. <laughs> <laughs> why do you so, do that why not i don't know maybe that's just what's his no i mean when he got the starting job he wasn't the number one he was behind right. luis marine so maybe he got 29 and then just was like hey that's my number i'm gonna keep it yeah it was like screw it that's that's my thing now maybe he's a superstitious guy and just huh? was like i can't change my number well, what are we talking about we've had him on here twice how are we not gonna ask the serious <laughs> questions you know we are, even are you got superstitious him to we even got him to say uh, how long he wanted to play. No yeah. one says that. That's no true. player ever says that. That's true. What did he so, say? Like thirty-seven or something? Uh, I don't. I don't. Remember. It was 30, upper thirties. He yeah, had another few up. years in him at least. Yeah, and I was so. like, damn, he really answered that. Like, I felt like a jerk <laughs> for even asking that. Uh, Yuri Roselle will take number six, which was left by Ilya, who sadly signed with LAFC. Which yeah, that'll yeah. be weird as hell to see. We thought it was happening. We we heard the rumors. Mm -hmm. It's official. So, um, and then we got a couple new signings that we're going to talk about here. Courtney Ford, number 12, Ben Sweat, number two, and uh, a new guy, Logan Indenbe, 
number 18. So we'll talk about all of those signings here a little bit more, but yeah, that's a great, uh, that's a great pronunciation. You, you just went, you just winged it. You just <laughs> I, met, you just I didn't did look at the pronunciation own. guide at all. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> On a serious note though, I am glad that they do have the pronunciation guide back in the team press releases about new signings because it, I mean, especially for some of the international players where it's just like, I don't want to butcher this person's name, but I have no idea how to say this. And I feel bad. I probably, if, if I would have said his last name without the pronunciation guide, I probably would have had the N be silent. I probably yeah. would have just said Dembe. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but it is what it is. It's freaking fun. Freaking fun. I'm excited about it. He's, he's young. Right. It's, um, I don't know. I'm excited. So let's, let's just jump right in and talk about him. So he's, yeah. he's a, a Belgian uh, left back, um, number 18. So he comes over um, from Guingamp in the French second division. Definitely didn't pronounce that right. So, um, <laughs> but uh, he signed a three-year MLS contract through 2024 with an option for 2025. He'll uh, occupy an international spot. Um, he was with the Belgian top flight side at KV Ustende. Um, he's had 50 professional appearances since 2017, has been with the Belgian U-17s and U-21s. Pretty so wild. this is, I mean, I don't know that he's like a, you know, automatic shoe-in starting a left back. He's going to have to compete with MLS veteran Ben Sweat. But yeah, this certainly seems like it's a possibility that he could push for that starting job, right? I would assume so. I mean, it's a dude, young dude. I mean, how many miles are on his legs? You know what I mean? He's going to be quick. It's, mm -hmm. it's what we want in an outside back. So I haven't seen it a ton on Ben Sweat. So we'll just have to, we'll just have to see, man. I'm, I'm excited. I, I watched their press conference from last week and that was pretty cool to see uh, Ben Sweat and uh, uh, Yuri in there and, mm -hmm. and hear Graham and Roger talk a little bit. So I, I'm excited. You know, a little competition is good for everyone. Yeah. He's been, excuse me, he's been the starting left back for the first half of the season for his, uh, his French team. I have to think, you know, MLS and, and league du the second French second division. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're probably not that much different in quality, I would guess. So if he could, um, I don't know if he could start in the French second division. I think it's certainly feasible. He could start in MLS. Oh yeah, dude. I mean, as long as he didn't eat too many baguettes, he's good to go, man. Yeah. That's my weakness. Bread. Let's go. <laughs> it's interesting. So we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, definitely excited to see uh, where he fits in. Um, I think, I think this is a good move because I think this is a good balance to, uh, to Ben Sweat. You know, you have the older savvy MLS veteran um, who's coming off an injury. And now you have the young spry, uh, you know, up and coming left back who's got many years ahead. So even if Ben Sweat is the primary starter this year in Dembe can come in and reserve duty, he can hopefully bring some energy uh, and might push to, to steal that starting job, even if he doesn't start out as the starter. So yeah, we'll see. Totally. A um, couple guys that we thought were going to come back and resign, but we got official news. Uh, Sporting KC has re-signed both Graham Zusi and Roger Espinosa. So uh, what are your expectations for both Zusi and Espinosa this year? Uh, leadership, dude. I mean, yeah. they are, you know, they are the epitome of leadership. Uh, uh, they, 
you know, Zussi's far and well the most tenured player on any team, like sitting at 13 years. And that's rare mm-hmm. for, for MLS. Like you don't play that many years on a single team. And that's cool. It shows that he wants to be there. Uh, you know, they asked him, they asked him if he had any other offers and he, he was honest. He said he did. He mm-hmm. said, but it would have had to been a lot of money for me to leave. Yeah. It would have had to be a big offer for me to leave here. Yeah. So I think he's still our right back, my friend. I really do. I think people are still ready that he needs to pass the torch. And I'm like, yeah, y'all said that last year. And the dude <laughs> played like two thirds, three, three fourths of the games. Sure. And part of that was because Jalen Lindsay got hurt, but I mean, who's he going to pass sure. the torch to right now? Caden Pierre. Yeah, but I mean, Jalen might not have won that spot anyways. No, like, he might Graham not. Graham might have still played. The way Graham played for most of last year, I mean, he was not playing like a guy who was willing to give up that spot. Bro, he's versatile. Oh, oh you don't have a striker this game? Graham, go up there. Be our false nine. <laughs> I mean, it's it's he can be out there. He's he's calm on the ball. Mm-hmm. He he's quick. Uh, I, I'm just I'm sick of the Zeusy hate, you guys. I'm so sick of it. I I just I love the man, and I think uh, I think he. What is it? He, he's here for another year and even an option for 2023. Yep. It's a one year right. contract with an option for 2023. So um, we'll, we'll see. I mean, Peter said after the season that he didn't want Graham or Roger to play as much as they did last year. So that's the one mm. thing that gives me a little hesitation. I think right now, clear as day as the roster stands currently, he is, you know, locked in etched in stone as the starting right back right now. It's just yeah, a question so. of, do sporting KC and his technical staff or Peter Vermees and his technical staff feel like they need to go out and get another right back as an insurance policy or to push Graham a little bit more. Cause I don't think Caden Pierre might've all the potential in the world. I haven't heard anything. And, and we didn't see anything last year to indicate that he was ready to step up and push Zussi for the starting job. The sample size is very small with that man. I mean, we haven't seen near enough to even, uh, sit here and, and say good things or bad things. You know what I mean? Sure. So obviously I'm sure he's great or mm-hmm. he wouldn't be a professional athlete. Yeah. So we can sit here and put people down all we want, but at the end of the day, they are professional athletes. Right. Exactly. You know, they could kick us, kick our ass in just about every way possible. So uh, yeah, you could go one-on-one with them and they're going to play keep away <laughs> by like juggling the ball and stuff. Right. It would be hilarious. Uh, we also re-signed Roger Espinosa. This one's interesting to me because this one, I think for sure is less of a desperate need at the position. Although I do think it's a good depth move and definitely more of a leadership role, help bring along some of the young guys and get in there for minutes as needed, especially with, uh, Felipe Hernandez, hopefully coming back. Yeah. Um, would be one, uh, supposedly Felipe's applied for reinstatement mm-hmm. and he's been uh, with the team. I think he. F- might even have gone to Arizona. I think I saw a, fo- a photo of him with the team. Okay. Well, you know, I don't Adam know if Roger he's there. on the roster. I don't think he can be on the roster, but he might right. be training with the team. Well, Rogers, your enforcer, man. He's the guy that if that game's getting scrappy and you need someone in there to take a little control in that midfield, mm-hmm. he could be one hell of a super sub. You know yeah. what I mean? If, if Peter doesn't want him to play a ton of minutes, then there you go. That's mm-hmm. your answer. A couple things to note though, in the press conference, he said, I don't know if I got any offers or in free agency. I was traveling the world. <laughs> Sounds nice, Rog. Sounds real nice, you son of a bitch. <laughs> He's, yeah. 
Oh, but hey, boy. dude, him and him and uh, Labonta, man, power couple, staying mm-hmm. together. She just signed a long-term contract, and it's awesome. He's here, so there you go. Yeah, no, it's great. Um, you know, he's going to be able to help Felipe come along when, uh, assuming he can get reinstatement. Jake Davis, he's going to be able to help him continue to develop and grow. Uh, Cam Duke, you know, he's talked about the importance of having somebody like Roger there, and even a veteran like Jose Mari, who's been here for half a season now. But having somebody who speaks your native language and has been with the club for so long, we've heard other Spanish speaking players, especially in the midfield, talk about how important it was and how Roger was the one who sort of helped them come in, get familiar with the culture, get familiar with the Mm -hmm. club and really make them feel welcome. So I think that's just going to continue to be huge. And I think I wouldn't be surprised if Roger ends up becoming a coach in the Sporting KC system, just like Benny and just like Ike now. So Echo Parra, man, who was going to be a, like a scout for Nashville. Yeah. And now he's, he's like, you know what? Piss on, piss on your job opportunity. All right. I got something <laughs> better going on over here. Yeah. It's, um, you know, good for Benny. I think that's awesome. He was already a, a youth, a youth coach with Sporting KC. And now he's been promoted right. to SKC too, which I think is a good next step for him because similar to Paolo, like he's going to have a system that he runs that is is decided on by Peter, but it went fast though. Like he didn't really think about it. He really has no coaching experience. So he is kind of getting thrown in the water here. Yeah. You know, he is thrown in the deep end. It's like here, but it's going to be a, you know, Peter will have a hand in it too. I'm sure he'll, you know, help him out as, as things go along. And, I'm interested to see how MLS next shapes up. Maybe we'll, yeah. maybe they'll allow fans at games and stuff and It'd be cool. we'll see what happens. I, I mean, I'd be down. I think especially having somebody like Benny and then having an assistant like Ike for me, maybe this is dumb. That actually makes me more interested to go watch the team. Cause I'm curious to see how they are as coaches. Yeah. I would so. like that. I mean, I just, yeah, you see Benny just pacing the field, just yelling, just straight up, you know, throwing chairs or yeah i don't know it could be cool i could see ike opara being the the honey and benny Philhaber's the vinegar you know a little honey and vinegar action yeah it's you know it's i'm just so excited to have ike back with the club in some capacity oh yeah Um, he was he was always such a good guy such a nice guy um we we don't really know exactly what happened i think he said one day he'd tell that story it's just not the right time Mm -hmm. um something happened clearly that derailed his career in minnesota but uh, it's good to have him back. Yeah, what, whatever happened, it's uh, none of our business. So there you go. Yeah, so it's um, you know, good for them. Looking forward to see what they can do with, with the SKC2 and MLS next. So absolutely. Uh, another signing for Sporting KC is uh, Sporting KC has signed Olathe, Kansas's own center back Courtney Ford, who uh, his last MLS action came with the Colorado Rapids. So this is an interesting sort of, I would say, low-risk move, but high-reward move potentially for Sporting KC. I mean, he, he was plagued down by a little bit of, a little bit of the injury bug, right, in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, other than that, man, I mean, it's he's coming home. I, I also read, like, just a pretty sad story about, uh, you know, we, we really need to embrace this guy. Because yeah. he had, he was forced to leave Kansas. Did you know this? What do you mean? Let me tell you this story. Here. I don't know I was, this story. I was hearing that, uh, you know, his, his, his father was like threatening his mom and him. Oh, and so no. they 
they fleed, went to Colorado. He went to like uh, University of Colorado, uh, went through the homegrown system, Colorado Rapids, got with them. Uh, mom just got cancer and, and passed last year, dude. Oh my gosh. Tell me, tell me this isn't a dude you want all the success in the world for. Right. Like you want to cheer him. You want to show him that we we're here for you, dude. Like we mm-hmm. accept you, you know, yeah, you're going to cry sure. right now. You going to cry. <laughs> uh, I cried when I watched him canto. You told me you did too. So, you know, I'm, <laughs> buddy, I, I cried on the, I cried on the first song in Encanto yeah. because I'm a musical nerd. <laughs> tell me why Disney has to kill everybody in the first, like kill in every movie. They got to kill somebody in the first five minutes. Did they kill someone? They killed the, the, her, her grandpa, the abuelo. He, that's how they got the magic. That's how, oh, spoiler. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Sorry. It's in the I guess I wasn't minutes. really paying attention, but I was like, this is a family. You know, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's my shit now, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, w- good transition from Courtney Ford. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, that's my fault. No, tell me you want that guy on your team. Like, we're Absolutely. here for him, man. I hope he does well. I hope we see him play because um, he's home. Yeah, he's from here. It's awesome. He, he I mean, he broke into uh, MLS in 2017. Um, you know, he he had a fantastic, you know, first year in 2017, 2018. Honestly, really promising. Well, the first when I first heard we signed Courtney Ford, I went back to 2017, 2018 because I remember hearing about him and seeing him play as a rookie and being like, "This dude is gonna be good." He's he got he's a lot like, of chatter for being a rookie. They talk right. about. Him. And he, he was like, this dude could one day be like a defender of the year, best 11 type player. Um, and then he suffered a knee injury after 2018. He missed all 2019. Um, was trying to rehab to come back uh, for 2020 um, after suffering the torn meniscus. Had a setback, had to have a second surgery. So it kept him out for two years. And once that happens, man, it's tough. So, you know, he, now, he went- it's It's a low risk thing here too. I mean, he's on mm-hmm. a one-year deal with uh two option years as well so. right so he spent 2021 with san antonio fc he played over 1100 minutes went the full 90 in each of the 13 matches he played he scored four goals with 12 shots for san antonio and you know it's, it's the usl it's different but sure. that's a that's a pretty decent return to professional soccer even if it is you know division two well, so you worry about you worry about knee surgery all right you're, you're right about the goals situation that's a good point but like, does knee surgery uh, bog you down a little bit or does it make you stronger? I, I, I heard mean, that surgery can make you stronger. And I'm like, give me all the surgeries. Yeah. It's, I, I mean, like this medical advancements nowadays are, are, are so good that, you know, sometimes, yeah, having surgery can actually get you in you know better shape than you were before. So, I mean, the fact that he went the full 90 minutes in each of the 13 matches he played had 1100 minutes in 2021, that feels like that's a good sign. So mm-hmm. We'll see. I, I like this move a lot. He's not going to be a starter because Fontas and EC are the clear starters, but with both of them having an injury history, I like having a center back. Uh, he's primarily a right back. So he probably is more of the backup for EC. Um, and then maybe Kaveh Rad can come in as the, the, the backup for Fontas, but I like having somebody with MLS experience like Courtney Ford. Oh, no so, doubt. We'll see. I, I, I'm, I'm excited. I think that's a good move. Yeah. Um, and then we called back Tyler Freeman from loan as well. So, right. Literally the day after we recorded and I was like, Oh, Tyler Freeman's not with us. We loaned him out. And then they call him back a day later after I said that. <laughs> you remember this <laughs> he, last week? Yeah. He had been with the German side, Karlsruher FC. 
Um, oh, so he, it was in the two Bundesliga. Um, he's from Overland Park. So, uh, you know, this is uh, an interesting one to see. Um, I think with, you know, the lack of, uh, you know, forward or goal scoring options, especially after uh, Polito went down and, and, you know, we don't have a um, another center forward that, you know, maybe they're, they're just trying to see what they can get in, in preseason with, with guys like Tyler Freeman or whatnot. So we'll see, but he'll we have will. his opportunity. Um, I guess the biggest potential news item that's not official yet, but um, it has been, you know, blessed by the MLSsoccer.com gods as being legitimate in terms of being a rumor. Um, and I'm going to butcher this dude's name because he hasn't been announced. So we don't have a, uh, um, a pronunciation guide, but um, Tom Bogert reports in the blue Testament had it before Tom Bogert um, that Sporting KC are in talks to sign Cyprus international winger Marinos Zionis from Ammonia Nicosia, um, a, a Cyprus um, first division team. Um, he has He's 20 years old, has 13 caps for the Cyprus national team, and could be a U22 initiative signing for SKC, which is a new initiative where you can get young players at higher salaries with, you know, out messing with your roster. So it's interesting. That is interesting. I liked all those big names you just said, but, uh, <laughs> you know, Tommy, Tommy Bogues, why can't you give the blue Testament a little shout? Just going to, just going to take it and act like you're breaking news. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Come fight us, man. We, we love our TBT people. Right. He should, it would have been nice if you could have given him a little shout out, but Tommy Bogues, God damn. He's primarily listed as a left winger, but transfer market as I'm reading the blue Testament article right now, transfer market says he is, uh, also listed as a second striker and an attacking midfielder. So, um, what? Just all of the spots, you know, he's not the, the second striker is a little different than a, a center forward because you, you just sort of play underneath a little more. They're almost like a hybrid nine, 10. Yeah. Um, but well, it would be interesting if they bring, cause I mean, he's probably not going to start on the left wing. If shallowy repeats his form from last year, maybe they want him for depth. Maybe they want to push shallowy, but maybe Sionis could potentially be a center forward if needed be right now, because we don't have any, we have Kyrie Shelton and that's it. So, uh, you know, this point. is interesting. That's something. This is interesting. We'll see. But he's nothing official yet. Nothing official yet. Um, you know, he's he's played in Europa League qualifying. He's played in Champions League qualifying. Um, you know, this year he's got 1,600 minutes, three goals and two assists. So uh, last year he had seven goals and two assists. He's a young guy. Again, you know, we'll see. This isn't, this, again, I don't think this is like a, you know, write it in pen starter the second he comes in, but this is a good piece that could, um, especially as the season goes on, he can continue to add more and more for the team. So agreed. We'll see. see. Uh, There was a super draft. I can't tell you much about, there were two picks, Isai Easley and Brett St. Martin. Uh, They're both defenders. I believe they're both probably going to go to Benny Fellhaber's SKC two. So yes, probably uh, so. I can't imagine much coming from them early Got on. Got ourselves a, another Maryland Terrapin with the squad and uh, and a Hawaiian dude, man. Mm-hmm. Like it's uh, you know coming from very opposite parts of the world. <laughs> that's that's or parts of the U.S. That's cool, right? So, but you know, it's uh, look super draft. I think all you can do anymore. I think we said this last week. Take a flyer on a guy, put him on your USL team or your MLS next team. See if he works out. If he does, great. If not, you know, there's other ways to get players now. Yes. 
So let's uh, let's answer some questions here before there's just a few, a uh, couple little MLS news and notes that I want to talk about. Um, Connor Bateman. So speaking of uh, the, the winger from Cyprus, he says, assuming we sign the Cyprus winger, what else do you think the roster needs as it stands? The draft picks would be SKC two guys, I'm guessing. So I still think we need another right back and center back, as well as another signing on the front line, preferably a striker. How do you think about Connor with the K's uh, assessment of right back, center back, and striker? That he thinks he, he thinks, thinks those so. are the main ones. Yeah, need addressing. I mean, well, with with Courtney Ford signed in there, that helps, right? And then mm-hmm. right back is very much uh, the thing. So right back and striker for sure, right? Right back striker, and honestly, I'd like another midfielder. I'd like okay. one more who can just you know be. Uh, you know, Cam Duke can play the number 10. He, he also can be a number eight. I, I, I want somebody who uh, we might need another six. I don't know. Maybe I just, that's honestly, that's probably it. I think I want another defense. Well, we have Jose Mari. I don't know. I just, I feel like we need another midfielder who can sort of play across all three positions or, or maybe even more of an attacking midfielder um, because I, I still think that there's just a lot of youth there yeah, and I'd like a little a more experience. Youth. There is a lot of youth, and you got Remy Voltaire there, and you got Jose mm-hmm. Maori, and we forget about some of these guys because they're also still relatively new to mm-hmm. us. So I it's mean, easy to forget that they're on the team. You have to assume the starters right now are Gadi Kinda, uh, Remy Voltaire, and Jose Maori. So, Probably. okay. And then you have Yuri as a backup for the six. Um, Roger, I guess, is a backup for the, that sort of number eight position, slash Felipe. And, and I guess Cam Duke sort of becomes the backup 10, which maybe that's fine, but, but is, I don't know if Duke's more of a natural 10, more of a, more of an eight. It's just, you know, it gets a little tricky. You so. don't think uh, Duke's going to just take that position and prove everyone wrong. I mean, Hey, if he can, I'd love it. That'd be crazy. I mean, so. that's put pen to pad right now. Mark it down. <laughs> uh, you know, Connor, player of the year. Connor just finishes. He goes, I love Zussi, but not as an every game starter in 2022. So I think another younger but experienced right back is needed. Pierre, I don't Listen. think should be given the full-time starting job yet unless he's made huge strides. The man's so. got Tom Brady bones. All right. He's he's crushing the damn thing. He even gave a shout out to Brady in the presser, dude. Yeah. But it's, uh, you know, and all these Tom Brady haters, by the way, uh, wake up with uh, arthritis in your hips and then, then wish you were Tom Brady winning championships. <laughs> Tom Brady, he said at one point that his cheat food is quinoa. So when he said that's, that's a cheat food? Yes. I eat that daily. <laughs> that's his cheat food. What? So, so what's he just eat the rest of the time? Like seaweed? God knows. Whatever's on the TB12 diet. Whatever his, his trainer's giving him. I mean, because we hate him, but we're all just envious because right. that's a man with a body that just won't quit. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, it's it's wild to me that he however old he is 46 or whatnot and he's st- 44. still 44 he's so. still doing what he's doing at the level he's yeah. doing it at well take put zussi in there like they they asked they asked zussi about his damn age in the press conference and i'm like y'all are freaking hateful like how <laughs> how are you gonna do the man like that but he right. uh you know he was like uh, i'd like to think i have some years left you know and i'm not <laughs> really ready to pass the torch so yeah <laughs> but that's yeah. why the man does yoga dude he stretches he takes care of himself he eats well he knows what he's doing he's gonna <laughs> take that starting job and y'all are gonna be so pissed 
we have uh, a couple other their questions slash suggest uh, not suggestions like roster suggestions i guess from at skc and nj uh he says or she says uh what's up with the lack of hungarian signings um which you know there's been that hungarian pipeline we haven't had but then this is where you know they lose me a little bit because I, I don't know these players uh he says on a more serious note do you guys think that ben Bendigu's Bola would be a good signing for right back. He's a versatile 22 year old who's very good at attacking football. Um, I cannot say I've ever heard of Bendigu's Bola. So yeah, I don't know. We're just making shit up. I had to look him up. Uh, you did on transfer market. He's got a $2.2 million value. He currently plays um, for, uh, uh, well, I guess he's on Wolves. Um, he's well, been playing for, him. <laughs> he's been playing for um, uh, Grasshopper Zurich. Um, on loan um, but I mean he's played for you know a, a number of Hungarian teams and then Grasshopper's a, a, a good um, Swiss club I don't know maybe this is the striker um, Swiss Super League striker that Sporting was rumored not striker he's a right back sorry there was a Swiss yeah. Super League striker Sporting was was rumored to be talking about I mean this guy sounds great but 2.2 million dollars from an EPL team that's got designated player money on it yeah. and peter said we don't really have a designated player coming in yeah so. pretty much told us don't expect that at all because we we have ours we have them right um and then uh this person also went on to say uh, not a hungarian player but a, a north macedonian in the hungarian top flight bojan miovsky seven goals and one assist in 16 appearances currently having a breakout season at mtk budapest transfer market values him at eight hundred thousand euros again don't know anything about him but huh. I, you know, send these on to sport, tag at Sporting KC and say, hey, I'm doing some scouting for you. These, are, yeah, there you these go. are some good signings. Let Peter know. Hell yeah. So, uh, I mean, thank you for the questions or, or the suggestions. I wish, you know, unfortunately, this is the hard thing, especially with international signings and MLS. Most of the time, we don't know anything about them. Right. Because <laughs> it's not like, you know, we're – EPL or La Liga or whatnot, where you sign these players from one of the other top leagues, and you're like, oh yeah, it's you know Manchester United is signing Erling Haaland from Borussia Dortmund or whatnot. Sure. Like you know, we're we're just first thing we all do is we fire up FIFA and we try to see what they're rated. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know, but appreciate the uh, the questions. Um, and then um, one more question from. Um, uh, Michelzadek is what the Twitter name is. Uh, says new primary kit slash kit sponsor. I don't think there's been any info that I've seen, but something to talk about. So I haven't heard anything about kits, but I'm assuming February. We'll probably find out. Yeah, probably definitely February, right? Maybe even like two weeks beforehand before the first game. But I mean, sponsors still is still ch- what Children's the, Mercy as far as Victory I know. Project slash Children's Victory Mercy Project. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's Which a good is question. Great. I mean, put themselves and their foundation on the Jersey. Why not get more eyes on it? Yeah. I, you know, I, I'm trying to look up the announcement from last year to see if they said, um, you know, they, they left it open a little bit. Um, Cause last year it says that, you know, it was going to be um, the Jersey sponsor for the season. Um, so yeah. I think there is, a possibility that they kind of left it open if we get a good offer from somebody that makes sense we can take it but if not sure. we just leave it as the victory project right 
So maybe it's Oracle, you know, you never know. Now that they've bought Cerner. Yeah. So maybe it's T-Mobile. Who knows? <laughs> um, hey, that'd be wild. That's that's Bayern Munich all over it, man. Yeah, that'd be it'd, it'd be kind of cool. But I, my guess is it's going to be the victory project again. Um, if I were a betting person, I would say that's wrong with that. That's real cool. But yeah, I mean, who knows? It'll be interesting to see, you know, I think the secondary Jersey, sometimes there's a little bit more creative freedom than the primary Jersey. And and there won't be the limits of that weird MLS 25, three stripe template that all teams had to do. So, right. Right. We'll see what Chad and his team can come up with. They always do some good stuff over there with the sporting KC design team. So, Oh yeah, for sure. They're hiring a graphic designer. I saw right now to to join the Sporting KC you know, design I team. Saw that. I saw yeah. saw our guy Brennan put in his application, and it was a terrible drawing. <laughs> <laughs> Very uh, funny. He was like, "You know where to find me." <laughs> so uh, thank you all to, who uh, asked questions or suggested players. We've never had that before, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, um, we'll we'll shoot that down the pipeline. Yeah. So let's uh, just a couple. I guess, bigger MLS news. Um, the biggest, I guess, free agency signing slash, you know, transfer in the league uh, since we last talked was uh, the Seattle Sounders signed Albert Rusnak as a designated player via free agency. Shocking, right? I had heard rumors from some Seattle people that this was a possibility, but this makes Seattle a lot scarier. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, I'm shocked by the designated player thing. I mean, he's good. And he's young. Was he a designated player at Real Salt Lake, though? He might have been. Okay. So but I get wow, he's older than I thought. He's 27. I remember when he was younger, but I mean, still, I think he was a DP at um at RSL. Gotcha. So, this is, I mean, he's a midfielder, you know, that he can play, you know, right next to Joao Paulo and Nicolas Ladero. Like that's that's a dangerous midfield. And then up top you have Rui Diaz and Jordan Morris, like and Christian Roldan is in the midfield still. Like you know, they could do a 4-4-2 with a midfield of um, Ladero, Jao Paulo, Roldan, and Albert Rusnak. That's terrifying. Freaking Seattle doing Seattle things, man. Yeah. So, I mean, I think this only once again makes Seattle the likely favorite in the West, but we'll see. I'll hate that. We'll see. And then the last uh, little bit here, I guess, to, to maybe talk about is, uh, did you see former Orlando City player Nani has gone the way of Buzio and signed for Venezia. Uh, yes, it did. It's I think pretty he, neat. It's pretty clear he just, you know, he saw Gianluca Buzio and he's like, I need to, I need to go with that man right there. That makes the most sense. <laughs> yeah, it's not like this dude has his own, you know, storied career with Sporting Lisbon or Manchester United or whatever. You know, this is he was like Buzio. I'm following. Yeah. You. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> so uh, shout out to him. Um, Former FC Dallas midfielder Tanner Tessman also was, you know, in there for Venezia. So they're they're having, you know, they're just becoming MLS of Italy, I guess, over in, in Venezia. Yeah, not not a great team, but uh, yeah, <laughs> making moves. I mean, you know, bringing in a player like Nani definitely brings some some pedigree and and can help you bring a little bit of stability. Um, right now, they're above relegation, barely by Why two points. That? Why is but, that the benchmark, Jimmy? Because they, I mean, this was their first year in Syria. They got promoted. Oh so God. it's like saying, well, you're not, you're not that ugly. <laughs> I'm just saying if they can stay up, you know, that's, that's a win. It, it right. is unfortunate that their goal differential is minus 19. Um, that's less than ideal. 
you'd ideally want great. it you'd ideally want it to be better than minus 19. Yeah, you um, should want a positive but uh, it's better than Salernitana, who have a goal differential of minus 36. Yeah, okay. Through the same amount of games. So that's quite a bit. Uh, so they're they're super ugly gross. And Juventus is like, <laughs> well, your nose is not that big, you know. <laughs> Venezia. Yeah. It's uh or what did I say? Juventus? Juventus, yeah. <laughs> I only know one Italian team. <laughs> um yeah, so I mean, you know, hey, we'll see what happens, but um, lots of roster moves. Preseason is starting on Friday. We're going to start hearing more and more rumors. Peter said that we were going to get some uh, some announcements coming up, so we'll see. There's probably coming or more coming. So it's coming, no doubt. Yeah, shout out Get to uh, to Peter Ramiz, and uh, you know, we'll see uh, we'll see what's coming down the pike. But you got anything else for our good listeners? No, man, nothing else. That that wraps it up. Is that not enough? Feels That's like there a was a, a million news items, dude. Like rapid fire, crazy. Yeah, so I'm excited. I, I wish I knew more uh, about you know Belgian youth left back Logan and Denbe, but uh, hopefully we'll get to see him and and learn it learn in the process. We'll know more. I mean, like think back to when we signed EC. We had no idea really. We all find the highlights and we're like, oh, I hope. Same thing with Remy Voltaire or Jose Mauri or Andre Ufantes or Gerso. Like all these guys, when we signed them, we're like. I don't know. We're going to find the random YouTube videos to just see them smoking some dudes and, and their highlight yeah. packages and the hope that it's real. Pretty so, awesome. But we'll see. I think we'll find out soon enough. Yeah, so. absolutely. Anyway, y'all, thank you so much for listening and sticking with us. Uh, big week, a lot of news. So um, make sure you follow us on uh, Twitter and Instagram at no other pod at Dan Kuzer at JC Mac zero three. Um, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash no other pod. Uh, shoot us an email, no other pod at gmail.com. And uh, check out the merch store, bitly.com slash no other pod. But uh, until next time, he's Dan. I'm Jimmy. We'll catch y'all later. See ya. Preseason! <laughs>